Hello and welcome to another edition of the Newsreel. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And uh, for those of you who are checking out the Newsreel for the first time, on this show we cover current movie and TV news. But before we get into the Newsreel, uh, Jeremy, let's get into our TNR question of the day because we still have not come up with a better title <laughs> for this section of the newsreel. Uh, so uh, this this week's question, again, I mean, this is going to be at least two weeks in a row, I think. It's coming from Barstool Sports uh, and their Instagram feed. I mean, they usually have a lot of engaging content. And we here at the Weekly Real Podcast, I mean, we like their content, obviously. I mean, we've been using it uh, a lot so far. So, Jeremy... Out of these seven people, I mean, because the original post did have nine people, but I'm disqualifying Luke Skywalker and Iron Man because they're ridiculously overpowered for this question. And so out of these seven people, which one will you choose to protect you while the other six attack you? So the choices uh, of these seven are the bride. From Kill Bill, so Uma Thurman, John Wick, Batman, Jason Bourne, Sarah Connor, Django, and Jack Bauer. Mm. So from from those seven men, I had to go with Batman, and I like that in the Barstool's post, it yeah. has to be the Ben Affleck Batman, because that, that one kills. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like very flat out, he he kills people, and I'm glad he took out Luke Skywalker and Iron Man because, as much as I love Batman, just uh, that version of Batman versus you know Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man, especially like later on in the Infinity Saga, really got overpowered yep. uh, with his armors. But out of the seven that remain, um, I would probably go with Batman, and then the rest will attack me. I didn't want to go like. I love Jason Bourne, but I don't know, man. Against Batman, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know what? Uh, I was thinking Batman, too, uh, because he has all these gadgets. You know, like he's got the different... I mean, he's got weapons. I mean, he came up with some good weapons in, in Batman versus Superman um, to uh, to hold his own against Superman, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's all, all obviously got the vehicles and stuff so that uh, I feel like he's definitely got a lot of tools in his chest. Yeah, because just just the fact that he has the Batmobile with, like, freaking guns on it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can kill Sarah Connor, Django pretty easily, I think, mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. that. J- uh, John Wick might be a little bit harder because, I don't know, he, he seems to get run over by cars, but still gets up. <laughs> <laughs> Same with, um, you know, uh, The Bride. I feel like it's pretty um, pain intolerant. <laughs> yep. So, I think those two would probably be the hardest wants to kill like it would be the bride and uh john wick i think would be uh the ones after batman mm, interesting okay so my answer to this and i actually disagree with uh you obviously i went with in another route and i actually disagree with your i guess your backups my number one i would go with sarah connor be- only because she can hold her own against terminators and i feel like she um you know she's she basically was able to um, be the mother of John Connor, who like led the revolution and everything. And you know, you know, he got that from from his DNA, from his mom. And I feel like, dude, she can. 
I mean, and that's even like including the what Dark Fate, right? That's the latest uh, Terminator. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I feel like um, in the first two Terminators and Dark Fate, she was able to um, handle like heavy machinery, you know, like some like s- stuff that only bombardiers would like handle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I feel like she can like blow up the Bat uh, Batmobile or the Batwing or whatever vehicle that uh, Batman chooses. And, you know, she's she can handle like assault rifles and all that other stuff. So I don't know. I, I, I would choose a Sarah Connor. Just the fact that she can hold her own against Terminators. Mm, that's I don't know, man, because I feel like Batman could beat a Terminator pretty easily. I think. Are you I mean, sure about that? A Terminator. It's like if it's uh, like the T-1000, maybe not the T-1000. Uh-huh. <laughs> But if it's like a T eight hundred, probably I think, or even the that one, the uh, the one in Dark Fate, I think he could take. Mm, I don't know. That one's pretty tough. The one where you could like, where they split like himself. split himself. That's actually yeah. pretty cool, though. That that Terminator. Uh, that's probably like one of the things I really liked about Dark Fate. Uh, yeah, Sarah Connor is good, but I guess she, she's pretty grounded in terms of the technology that she has. But then again, I do like. Her instincts, like, because you're, you're going to be on the run against all the other characters that we mentioned. And, you know, that you might have something there, you know, with Sarah Connor. Since, she's, since she has all the experience of being on a run from the Terminator. Yeah, because I feel like she's got experience with big weapons, too. Uh, that's the only reason why I didn't pick John Wick. I, I really like John Wick in this one. I was like, that was actually my third. I feel like Batman was second for me. But I was like, man, do I really want to pick Batman? And I figured you would choose him, so, <laughs> to if be honest. Was, if it was any other Batman, because I'm glad they put Ben Affleck's in there, because yeah. he has, like, no rules, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. But if they put, like, uh, even just Christian Bale or... Hell, man. What did you say? Non-lethal attacks. Yeah, non-lethal, and um, I don't know, even if you put uh, freaking George Clooney in there, it would. <laughs> I don't think it would have made a difference. I don't know, Val Kilmer, though. And I mean, his, like his last name already has it. Kill. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Kill Mur. No, I'm just kidding. Kill Bill. <laughs> All right, Ken. So we got some movie news this week. And uh, I told you that the Eternals trailer came out. And apparently when I told you, you didn't watch it yet. <laughs> yeah, I put it off. I... I was originally going to watch it the day of because I was really excited. I even texted a couple of my friends I was like, hey, did you watch the Eternals trailer? Uh, I'll probably wait until after work. So I have to, something to look forward to. And I never got, got around <laughs> to it. I was so tired. It's been a busy week. <laughs> so uh, now that you've seen the trailer, though, yes. uh, I have a couple questions for you. Well, just one. What are your general thoughts on the trailer? And if you had to guess now, because the, the movie's coming out in like November. Mm-hmm. Uh, who do you think is going to be your favorite character in the movie? Since it's Ooh. like a ensemble type of movie, kind of like Guardians, and mm-hmm. I don't really know like what char- what these characters are going to be like. But if you had to guess, and uh, who do you think would be that character? Okay, well, uh, to answer your first question about like some general thoughts on the uh, trailer itself, I really do like uh, that the f- overall feel of the movie is nothing like we've seen in uh, in the MCU uh, to this point. 
And I think I feel like that's the reason why I gravitated towards uh, loving WandaVision because it was uh, definitely different than what we had seen in, uh, I guess, you know, with Avengers Endgame and all the stuff prior to that. Um, mm. So I'm all for like just, you know, different things. And um, the Eternals, again, admittedly, I'm very, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm, new to learning a lot of the backstory of the Eternals, you know, so I feel like uh, I'll be watching, you know, some breakdowns on, on about the trailer, uh, just kind of, you know, just so I can kind of know a little bit of the backstory. That way I won't be completely lost when I do watch the film in November. Um, so the overall feel I loved. Um, obviously with that, the I guess the downside of that is I didn't really know what was going on in the trailer <laughs> except uh, until the end when they were just chilling uh, at the I guess a, a dinner table or something and then they were talking about um, now that you know Steve Rogers and and, and Iron Man are, are gone like who's going to be leading the Avengers and so you know that whole thing and so um, I'm excited it's just more of a okay I don't know what to expect I feel I think I feel the same way I've don't really know anything about the inter- uh, the Eternals, and when the move when the trailer started, I was like, man, this doesn't feel like a Marvel movie until it actually hits like the whole Marvel logo thing. You're right. You wouldn't guess. I think it's just it's like, oh, this is some weird uh, sci-fi movie gonna happen or whatever, and then it says Marvel. It's like, oh, what's this? I think it was a good trailer though. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, and you know, I feel like uh, if we had to compare it to something, I feel like it'll be a little bit more like uh, for me personally when I watch Doctor Strange for the first time because I went in not knowing anything about Doctor Strange, and you got a little bit of the the mystic arts, and I feel like we're gonna see a little bit of that, but to another level, obviously, because. Um, I believe there's around 10 people in the cast. I, you know, don't quote me on that, but there's a lot of people in the cast, a lot of name actors that are, you know, that, that I know of for the most part, there's maybe a few that I don't really know. Um, but it's really exciting to see these overpowered beings and how they, uh, they get incorporated to what we've been exposed to so far in the MCU. And I mean, uh, everyone's been asking it like uh in all the forums and stuff it's like hey where have the eternals been all this time <laughs> yeah and they're like oh we, we're coming back or we're showing up now and i'm wondering what what the heck is what what happened for they could have saved iron man uh-huh. if anything right I, I wonder if they're gonna address it in the movie you know what i mean it's like hey where have they been all this time because that's really the logical question to ask because they are these godlike you know, overpowered celestial, uh, I don't know about celestial beings, but they're, they're huge. You know, they're really important to the universe. Yeah. Because the, obviously uh, we've had a ve- multiple Avenger movies already with basically extinct extinction level events, obviously is what they kept saying in uh Spider-Man far from home mm-hmm. <laughs> Avengers, level event uh, events. And obviously, those things happen and they still didn't show up I or, know. or even like uh when ego in um guardians of the galaxy volume two was like about to like eat basically like the the universe or the galaxy mm-hmm. 
and they didn't do anything. So <laughs> I know I'm curious to see how they explain that if they even address it or because it, it it seems like this movie will cover a long period of time. You know, they're obviously going to have like some sort of backstory. They, you know, obviously they're introducing so many different characters. So they also want to, um, they want to be able to have the audience identify with each of the cast. And so we got to figure out what their backstory is, what their motivations are, and then also get to the current plot. You know what the the plot that they're going to set up for this movie, and then f- I would imagine it's going to be related to other projects. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. would think, dude. So out of the, out of the characters, if you just have to take a guess from the trailer, who do you think is going to be your favorite? Because obviously it's an ensemble, and like you said, there's like ten or so actors that kind of we've seen before, um, or at least what you've watched. Uh, do you think you, you could kind of point one out that you kind of enjoyed from the trailer that you might be keeping an eye on? Yeah. You know what? Uh, two immediately jump out. Okay. Um, and for two different reasons. So I'm kind of cheating here, but I guess for entertainment purposes, only because I enjoyed watching him in, um, in Silicon Valley, I will, uh, I already know I'm going to gravitate towards Kingo. Kingo, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but Kumail uh, Nanjiani's yeah, 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 I <laughs> his love character. Him, man. <laughs> yeah, I know, and uh, I hear that he's going to be playing a uh, Bollywood star in the <laughs> in, in the in, in the movie itself, and so I'm curious to see how they kind of he's going to have like a secret kind of identity, obviously. So if he's going to be playing a Bollywood star, but he's an actual eternal, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, I was going to point him out just for the fact that, because I watched him in the movie called uh, The Big Short, I believe it's called. It's like a comedy romantic movie. The Big Sick. The Big Sick, sorry. Yeah. Did I I say The Big Short? Yeah. That's a different movie. That's like a stock market. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, that's the wrong one. That's Brad Pitt. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The Big Sick. That was a good movie, by the way. And just, but the fact that he hella like worked out for this movie and he looks yes. completely different. Different. Yeah, I know, right? I'm like, man, what are they feeding them at Marvel over there? <laughs> I know when they released uh, initial set photos from when they were doing production, this was uh, obviously pre pandemic of him like without a shirt and he was like hella cut. I was like, damn, is that the same guy? I thought it was photoshopped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Same, same. Uh, but to, I guess in terms of like the overall story, I feel like I'll probably gravitate towards Kit Harrington's character, uh, Dane Whitman, because he, I hear he's playing a human um, who is going to be involved with one of the Eternals. I guess the main one. Um, what's her name? Uh, Cersei. Uh, Gem- Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. Mm. Yeah, I've heard like that's uh, Gemma Chan is actually going to be like the main, the main one, yeah, character I think out of the out of the cast. But I don't know. It could be. I have no idea. But based on that, it's like it was more of like a teaser than anything. I was like, oh, I don't really know what's going on. Um, but yeah, I kind of have to agree with you with uh, uh, Kamal Nan- Nanjiani, and then probably my. I was going to say Richard Madden, Ooh. just because. That, that last scene, I was cracking up. So I was like, <laughs> yeah. at the same time, it's kind of morbid because they knew that they just died and they probably could have stopped it. 
Yeah, I'll I know. <laughs> exactly. Plus, I mean, you guys get uh, we get stepbrothers from Game of Thrones. We get uh, Rob Stark and and Jon Snow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs> they have reunion, I guess. Game of Thrones. Yeah, there's a meme. I, I'll, I'll tell you what the meme is uh, later on, um, maybe offline or whatever. But it has to do uh, with season one of Game of Thrones. But obviously, it's kind of hard to kind of uh, show it to the podcast audience because it's a visual meme. So uh, mm. remind me to show you that offline. It's hilarious. Quick question, though. Do you think we're going to get a cameo from any of the other uh, major characters? Ooh. Um... Man, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to say yes. I don't know who it would be. I would imagine it would be like a Guardians of the Galaxy maybe mm. type person. It's got to be someone in space, obviously. Yeah, I was almost going to say Captain Marvel. Maybe. Ooh, that's a good guess, actually. I'm thinking maybe... I don't think it'll happen, but... Like off the top of my head, Peter Quill maybe. <laughs> that would be good. That would be funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jeremy. Well, I mean, I know that last week in last week's newsreel, um, you ended up instead of picking a movie topic for last week's episode, you ended up choosing a bonus TV topic, and it warmed my heart that uh, <laughs> you chose another TV topic because you know I I do prefer TV over movies, even though. You know, this podcast has actually gotten me to watch a lot more movies than I normally would on a given uh, on a given week, especially. But I, you know what? I feel like I should return the favor this week, you know, just to even things out. And so this week, I thought of a bonus movie topic. And you know, we're recording this on uh, on the Wednesday, uh, May twenty sixth, and uh, today actually they announced that Amazon is uh, well, they bought MGM. Uh, for $8.45 billion, with a B. With a B. With a B. <laughs> so, uh, you know, for those of you who are not aware, MGM, uh, basically, they are in charge of, you know, properties of, like, uh, a lot of reality TV shows, including this, uh, including Survivor. But they also are the studio that, uh, that basically uh, housed... All the James Bond franchise. And so Mm -hmm. here's my question for you. Um, I'm guessing, and and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm guessing you haven't watched all of the Bond films. Have you watched all of the Bond films? No, not all 24. 24. Yeah, Yeah, (laughs) exactly. There's a lot of them. And so, and this is just with the assumption that the Bond films will now be made available on Prime Video, you would think, hopefully. Hopefully. So... Which of the Bond films that you haven't seen? So anything that we've seen so, that you've seen so far, we're disqualifying all of those. Which of the Bond films that you have not seen are you most excited to watch potentially on Prime Video? That's a good question because I was, um, you know, getting ready for No Time to Die last year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, yeah. was like, I was like, I was like, I should go back and watch some of the James Bond movies. And I was, uh, you know, researching some which ones. I wasn't going to watch all of them, but I wanted to see which ones I wanted to watch. But then obviously the No Time to, no Time to Die got pushed back. And so I was like, oh, I'll watch it later. And 
basically, I was thinking about watching some of the Timothy Dalton ones. Mm. Um, just because I, f- I forgot which, what they're actually called. But just because it would, I heard they're more like, they're kind of darker than like, obviously the Pierce Brosnan later ones, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> obviously. Uh, just It's just a different, much different tone. He's mm. more of a, a gruff bond than than someone like pierce brosnan and the obviously bonds before him so i want to see that kind of bond before craig you know okay okay i mean out of uh the two movies that he was in i don't know license to kill sounds kind of cool because obviously (laughs) it just that's just screams bond so i don't know i don't know if it's good or not i've I've watched a couple of videos when whenever they're talking about like video essays on bond they mentioned Timothy Dalton for like a like a unique a uniqueness to his Bond. So I'm mm-hmm. kind of excited to see if I were to watch one on Prime Video that that might be one I would check out. All right, well, good answer, good answer. Um, you know what? I feel like I have I guess failed uh, I guess cinephiles um, in terms of like I feel like I should have been watching a lot more. Um, I guess of the classic movies, especially with Bond being around for so many decades. Um, and dude, I feel like uh, my earliest Bond that I've seen, and this I'm 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 embarrassed to admit this, is Goldeneye. <laughs> That's like the oldest one, and that was what ninety five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I should be. Good, I, I'm embarrassed, really. <laughs> it's because you know it's. I think at the point when we were into streaming services, we didn't really find the time, or it wasn't that convenient to watch uh, the the Bond movies. I think at one point there were they on HBO, all on HBO Max. Or was it all on Prime? I forgot. I don't know. Actually, I don't know the answer to that. But I know that we have an uncle that's a huge Bond, um, huge Bond fan. Uh, our uncle Art. Shout out to Uncle Art. He does. Well, he follows our social media. I don't know if he listens to the podcast, but uh, I'll guard if you're listening. Hello to you. <laughs> but I know that he ended up buying or was given, I guess, an, a, a box set of all the Bond films uh, to a certain point. I forget to what point, uh, but he had all the classic ones. And so to answer my own question, I guess I would... I feel like I need to start with the Connery ones because obviously he's the most, uh, I guess, uh, well-known out of all of them. I, well, at least in my opinion. So I'm excited to watch movies like Goldfinger and From Russia with Love. Those are, I guess, the the I guess the main ones that he starred in, and I feel like those are, I guess, arguably the better of the Bond films. So. Might as well start at the top and then, I guess, work my way to the other <laughs> ones. <laughs> yeah, man, that sounds pretty cool. Just to I hope, I don't know if they're going to like remaster them or anything, or maybe they're going to be remastered, but I hope now that Amazon has, you know, they uh, own MGM. That's pretty crazy because Amazon had their, like, their own studio. I think it was just called Amazon Studios mm-hmm. um, with, the, with the purchase of MGM. It's... It, Definitely gives them more prestige now. Now that they can say like MGM, a Amazon company or whatever. Um, just like how freaking Disney bought Fox. They, you know, they can still use the Fox 
logo, Fox intro, or whatever. Same with Amazon using with M- MGM. I think they can do a lot with the MGM stuff, especially on the streaming service with, like you said, a bunch of their reality TV. And mm-hmm. then especially Bond is a big uh, franchise. It's a huge franchise. And I feel like they could, it opens the door for like maybe even a, a series or something like that. I mean, um, I mean, Amazon will be the home of, you know, uh, potentially the largest TV show um, in history with the Lord of the Rings TV show that they're the series that they're about to come out with. And so this opens the door to a possible like maybe TV show uh, with Bond. Can you imagine like spending a lot of time with Bond on a uh, on a weekly uh, show where, you know, they come up with like a good like eight to ten like tightly knit episodes but you're spending a lot more time with bond and not just in like in a quick two hour like hit hit and run you know yeah dude that would be great because obviously a lot of the bond movies they don't have that cohesiveness it it almost felt like the first three mission impossible movies where every single one is so different (laughs) yeah they're Um, just standalone movies right exactly and i think i would be so down for a bond tv show that would be sick honestly and uh, Amazon, I feel like they're really trying to compete or get on the level to Netflix. And then obviously HBO Max, I feel like, is the one where it's a good level of quantity, but also a lot of quality as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like they're really uh, catching up pretty fast. I know. This just adds more content. I feel like this is just going to be more content for us. Because, I mean, kind of going back to the... Uh the idea of a TV show, they could do a young bond, you know, like how he was before he got his uh, 007 status. You know what I mean? That'd be Mm -hmm. pretty cool to watch. I'd watch that. If anything, if they didn't want to mess with 007 at all, even if they just had the MI6 there. Yep. That would, that would be crazy. Just that, but set in like the same universe or something like that. Mm -hmm. With, and we follow different double O's. 006, Sean Bean. You mean Sean Bean? (laughs) You mean Ned Stark? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We got the uh, whole Richard Madden and and, uh, Kid Harrington references. We got to bust out their dad, Sean Bean. (laughs) Always dying. Everywhere. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler for uh, for, uh, Golden For season one. (laughs) And season one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I still remember 006, uh, Golden Eye, in the beginning. I was like... Oh dang, 006. I thought it was funny. Um, uh, because I was still kind of young. I didn't know anything about James Bond. I was like, oh, he's dead. And then obviously he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And then he did. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But yeah, I'm pretty pumped uh for uh Bond to be potentially on Prime Video because the possibilities are endless, especially with Jeff Bezos's uh bottomless, like I guess, bank account. So, Jeremy, um, do you want to preview what we have upcoming for the Weekly Reel podcast? So, we got a zombie movie directed by Zack Snyder starring Dave Bautista called Army of the Dead. So, we're going to be talking about that on Monday. Just just this coming Monday, it's on Netflix. I think it's also been out in theaters for at least a couple of weeks now. So, if you want to check it out before the episode comes out on Monday... It's going to be like if you're listening on what Spotify, Apple Podcasts, make sure you hit that follow button or you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at Weekly Real for all the latest updates. Yes, definitely do that. And also, if you are um, if you are listening to us on a, a platform like Apple Podcasts, 
uh, you know, this is actually, we might as well ask, hey, leave us a review. Like if whatever you think of this podcast, reviews definitely do help us like, I guess, create a better podcast experience for you all um, because it's good to, you know, hear some nice things, but also some constructive criticism. So please write us a review. For sure, man. Our our, uh, our feelings won't get that hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, we may shed a tear or two and cry ourselves to sleep, but uh, after that, we'll, we'll definitely try to get better. But leave us a review uh, whenever you do, uh, uh, whenever you are able to. And, and just to add one last thing to what Jeremy was saying, I want to say that uh, this coming Monday is May 31st. So May 31st, Army of the Dead, which also happens to be Jeremy's birthday. So happy yeah. early birthday, Jeremy. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and so, uh, again, I want to thank you all for checking us out here on uh, the Weekly Reel podcast on our brand new show, The News Reel. And we'll see you next time on The Reel.